You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. E-S-N-Y. <laughs> glad to have you in on this Wednesday more uh, Wednesday afternoon rather uh, recording this on Wednesday December 11th I usually record this the this podcast on Tuesdays because I usually like to wait two days after the Giants game is played but of course the Giants played on Monday night this week so recording this on Wednesday afternoon um, it's episode 13 of the wide right podcast I'm your host Brian honey as always from elite sports to New York and the elite sports radio network uh, snow on the ground I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Um, I'm not a big fan of snow. I don't, I don't ski. I don't snowboard. Uh, I'm not in school anymore, so I don't have snow days or anything like that. So the snow really does not benefit me at all. Um, I went to bed last night. There was hardly any snow on the ground. It kind of melted, and all of a sudden I wake up. There's snow everywhere. So now I got to leave the house later. Um, I got to now. I got to brush the snow off my car. Uh, I, I don't like the snow. No, it doesn't benefit me at all. But Regardless, great to have you in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back. Uh, episode 13, we're going to be recapping the Giants-Eagles game uh, for Monday night. Giants lost 23-17 to for their ninth straight loss. We'll be recapping that, talking about that for a little bit. Get into some news. There's a report about Shermer and Gettleman. Um, and then get into previewing the Giants' upcoming matchup with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, 1 p.m. Eastern time this Sunday afternoon at MetLife Stadium. But I want to start with this. So it's crazy how how bad this team is to the point where one good half makes it seem like we, they won the Super Bowl. They had one good half. They were up 17-3 on this Philadelphia team who was nowhere near good. If the Giants played the way they did against the Seattle or San Francisco or a Saints, the, the, the Saints team, it would have been like 42 to 17 would be the final score. Giants losing. But since it's Philly, who's six and seven and still in, somehow in, in second place in the division because the NFC East is horrible, it comes down to the wire in overtime. But the Giants are such a bad team this year that – one good half of football in which they were up 17 to 3 had this fan base more excited than they were all year with the exception of their two actual legitimate victories that's all it took all it took for this fan base to be excited was two plays cuz that's what the standard is for this team this year that's how bad it's been and yeah i get the giants so the giants Seems like they're competitive. They're always seem to go down to the wire somehow with Philly. Um, I mean, not always, but f- mo- for the most part. Last year in the, in the second game, 
the one that was in Philly that went down to the wire. Um, I believe the two games the year before that went down to the wire as well, um, or they were close at least. So they're always sort of down to the wire. They're always sort of, they always seem competitive against Philly. And they seemed competitive in this game. Obviously, they went to overtime. But if you look at the numbers, you see it wasn't even close in some statistics. You see it was much of the same for the Giants, despite a better first half than usual. First downs, Philly got 27 of them. The Giants, 11. Philly outgained the Giants in rushing and passing, thus total yards. The Giants punted more. The Giants had three more penalties and 24 more penalty yards. And per the score.com, which is where I got these statistics, the Eagles had 42 minutes and 51 seconds in possession time, which is almost double of what the Giants had. So the Eagles had the ball twice as long as the Giants were able to have. Because this defense cannot get off. Defense was able to get off the field fine in the first half. In the second half, they didn't make any adjustments. They didn't make any changes. They didn't adapt to what was going on with what the Eagles defense was doing, or the Eagles offense was doing. And this Giants defense in the second half was not able to get off the field at all. And it showed. Eagles outscored them 20 to nothing from halftime on. So in the third, fourth quarters, and then overtime, they outscored them 20 to nothing. That's absurd. That's horrible. That means so that means the set the first half, 17 to 3 means nothing. Because if you're not going to build off the first half and then take that momentum into the second half, what's the point? And that's exactly what happened. They didn't take any momentum from the first half through halftime into the second half. And it cost them the game. Eli Manning starts. Daniel Jones has an ankle injury. So Eli Manning's back in Philly. Started out through 179, 179 yards and two touchdowns in the first half. Both Darius Slayton, who I love, who most Giants fans, if not all Giants fans, should love. I mean, this is one of the few good moves Dave Gettleman has made in drafting Slayton in the fifth round out of Auburn. One of the best, one of the few good moves he's made. Maybe one of the best moves he's made. I mean, Darius Slayton has been a steal of this draft in the fifth round. But come out of halftime, Eli ended up with 203 yards total. So that means he had 179 yards in the first half passing and then, what, 24 in the second half? Because this team was not able to... The Eagles defense was able to adapt to what the Giants offense was doing. And then the Giants offense was not able to respond at all, which all comes down to coaching, which all comes down to preparation. And this team just seems like they're so unprepared for some stuff. They seem like they're so they came out looking like they were prepared in the first half. That's great. Cool. There's two halves. They didn't look prepared at all in the second half. And it cost them an entire game. They could have beaten this Philly team. They could have close. They could have closed the door on any sort of playoff chances. Maybe I mean Dallas is in Dallas is six and seven, so maybe not. But they could have decreased Philly's chances of making the playoffs that much more. They could have done. The Giants could have done all that, and they couldn't do it because this coaching staff and this team just looked so unprepared for anything Philly did in the second half. And now it's 
Here we go. It's the sixth straight loss against the Eagles. Here we go again. The sixth straight loss of the Eagles. So now the Giants have lost six straight times to the Eagles and six straight times to the Cowboys as well. They haven't beaten the Eagles since, I believe, November of 2016. Week 9, I believe it was, 2016. That's the last time the Giants beat the Eagles. They've lost to them. They lost to them the second game of 2016. Were swept in 2017 and 2018 and could probably be, be swept this year. And they're halfway there. Unless they, you know, unless they step up week 17 when they play them at MetLife. I don't, I don't see the Giants winning, beating this Eagles team. Despite the Eagles, despite the Eagles struggling mightily this year. I mean, the Eagles are not nearly as good as they were two years ago at all. They're not nearly as good as they were last year. Even though last year they didn't win the division, they got a wild card spot. They are not nearly as good as they've been the last couple of years. The last couple of times they've made the playoffs are not nearly as good. And the Giants still can't compete with them. This, I, despite what the score says, I know it's an overtime loss, but I just showed you the num. I just told you the numbers. The Giants could not compete with this Eagles team once again, and it's much of the same. All right, moving on to the news section of this podcast. There's a kind of yeah, I would say it's a big report. I mean, it's it's a report. It's something that Giants fans expected. Um, But now to get it sort of in writing, um, it sort of means a little bit more. Um, So Jordan Ronan, who is very, very great, very accomplished uh, Giants reporter for ESPN, tweeted that Shermer is most likely not going to survive this mess of this season. Therefore, he's most likely out at the end of the year. General Manager Dave Gettleman is also in trouble as well. So what does this mean? It means what's the point in keeping them on for the final three games of the year? The Giants should get rid of them both now. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna get rid of one of them now, at least you get rid of Shermer. I think Gettleman's job is more secure than Shermer's is, but Gettleman's job apparently isn't secure as Gettleman's job isn't like so secure, I guess, or. Very secure, but it's at least a little bit more secure than Shermer's job is. Um, so if anyone's going to, if either one of them would go, it would be Shermer and Gettleman will stay. But at the same time, who knows? I mean, it, 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 you still have three weeks left of this season. You still got to go through Black Monday. I mean, who knows what could happen? Seriously. But... In my opinion, if you're going to get rid of either one of them or both of them, you got to do it now. Get Look what the Panthers did. They got rid of Ron Rivera, what, a week and a half ago? Two weeks ago? Or a week ago? Get rid of them now. Get a head start on the search for a new coach. If you're going to fire Gettleman, get a head start on the search for a new general manager. Look what they look what what they did. This organization did in 2017. They had they fired Jerry Reese and they fired Ben McAdoo after week 13. They had Dave Gettleman in place for as their new GM already prior to the week 17 game. So they had two full time GMs in place in that same season. Gettleman, remember Gettleman was there prior to the last game against the Redskins that year. So. 
if you fire these guys right now, you can get a head start on all the other teams that are going to be looking for new coaches and new GMs. And there's going to be a couple teams in. There may be three. There's going to be three teams in the NFC East looking for new head coaches. Giants, Redskins, and most likely the Cowboys. Get a head start on the Cowboys and Redskins. Do it now. Now, I know the Redskins are going to, they, they fired their coach weeks ago, but at least get a, if the Cowboys are going to fire their head coach, if the Cowboys are going to fire Jason Garrett, get a head start on the, co- on the coaching search now. Get a leg up on them. But being that it's the Giants, I'm sure that they'll wait until the end of the year because what can they do that's right? They can't, what, what, do they get, what can they do that's right? They can't do anything right. And they're not going to do this right either. They will probably keep, despite the fact that most people probably want Shermer gone now, they're going to want, they're going to want to keep Shermer for the rest of the year, give him the quote-unquote respect to finish out the rest of the year. And they're going to be, have the same amount of time to search for, for a new head coach as every other team. When they could get a head start, they could get a leg up on other teams by firing him and starting their search now. Because there are multiple candidates they can they can look at. Multiple. They could look at Greg Roman, the Ravens offensive coordinator. Robert Saleh, the Niners defensive coordinator. That's who I want. They can look at Lincoln Riley, the Oklahoma head coach. Uh, Jason Garrett is an option, but I don't. I, I'm sure many Giant fans wouldn't want him. And if they start to search right now, um, I mean, they're not going to be able to interview Garrett at all because he's head coaching the Cowboys still. So I, that wouldn't really make sense to look. If you're if you're going to fire Shermer now and then start looking at coaches, you can't really. I mean, yeah, I guess that's you can't interview anybody at this point, but you could still get some knowledge and still get some, you know, start the process early. But either way, I don't think. This team will. I don't think this team will go after Jason Garrett at all. I mean, there's reports that they say they'll consider him. I don't think he's the next head coach of the Giants. No shot. And nobody and no Giant fans would. No knowledgeable Giant fans would want him to be. So there's Greg Roman. There's Robert Saleh. There's Lincoln Riley. Um, I suggested. I mean, people want Ron Rivera. Um, I also suggested Kellen Moore, but I mean, he's too young. I mean. He he's only had a couple years NFL coaching experience. Um, you know the Cowboys' offense is good, but despite getting some you know garbage time statistics, uh, if you look at the numbers, they're good. So I guess he could be an option, but I don't think he'll get a head coaching job. Um, and if you know Garrett gets fired as head coach in in um in Dallas, who knows what? Kellen Moore's future is going to be in Dallas. So it's who knows, but there are definitely going to be numerous options for the Giants to look at numerous. And I'm sure a lot of these candidates, potential candidates will want to come to the Giants too. They got a great running back. They have an up and coming quarterback who's young and who doesn't say anything and who doesn't cause distractions to the organization at all. You know, they have Somewhat, they have weapons in the receiving core. In the receiving corps, they need, they definitely need to improve the offensive line. They definitely need to improve defensively. That's why I want a defensive head coach. The last two offensive head coaches haven't worked. Ben McAdoo, Pat Shermer haven't worked. I don't like the head coach also calling the offensive plays. I don't like it. 
I'd rather defensive guy. I would rather a defensive minded head coach because this defense is so bad right now that that needs to be the number one priority is the defense. The defense won offensive line too. Because the defense has been hard this year. This team, this organization needs a defense needs a defensive minded head coach. Period. You could get that's why I want Robert Soleil from the Niners. I believe he, he could be the next guy. That's my number one choice for the next guy at the head coaching job at the head coach spot for the Giants. Alright. Gonna get into the previewing the Giants Dolphins game. Kickoff 1 p.m. Eastern Time this Sunday at MetLife Stadium. I can totally see the Giants losing this game too. I don't think the Giants are gonna win another game. That's just my opinion. I mean, maybe they I don't think they beat Philly week 17. Maybe they'll win one of the two games. So they they play the Dolphins and then they play the Redskins week 16. Dolphins at home, Redskins on the road. Uh, I think they'll, if they're going to win one game, it's one of those two games. Um, but at the same time, like that's just if they win one game. If they win one more game, it would be one of those two games. But I don't think they're going to win another game at all. I think they're going to finish 2-14, and 14, finish with a 12-game losing streak, which would be a franchise record by three games. So that's just my opinion. That's just my perception of it all. Because uh, who can even who can the Giants really compete against right now? I get they just had a six-point overtime loss with Eagles, but I showed I told you the numbers. They weren't really competitive at all. Who can they who can they beat? Every team seems like they're making progress. You know the Bears were struggling. They've won three straight. The Rams have now won two in a row. The uh, the Dolphins were tanking, and they all of a sudden they've won three games. They beat Philly, who beat the Giants. Cincinnati finally won a game. And played the Browns tough. This Giants team may be the worst team in the league, and they're not making any progress whatsoever. So, that being said, I'm not endorsing a Giants win for the remainder of this year. I'm just not. I don't think they're going to be able to... I don't think they can beat any team. They'll end up 2-14. and 14. They'll have either the number one or two pick, and it depends on how Cincinnati finishes. I So, Eli will most likely start against the Dolphins, but do not credit me on that. There's still a chance Jones' ankle could heal prior to the game. Um, we'll see about that later on in the week. But if so, Jones is practicing on today as of Wednesday. But he's only it's only you know he's not running. He's just jogging. He, they got to see if he can run full speed. They got to see if he could plant on that foot when making throws. If he can't do that, if he can't do if he if he can't do sort of those movements at all, then uh, he probably won't play. Probably back to Eli for the second straight game. That I read from just one of source, uh, Patricia Trainer of uh, Forbes and Giants may even tweeted that out earlier today that Jones was practicing, but needs to still go through that sort of protocol in order to be cleared for Sunday. Um, as far as the Giants keys to victory, so this Dolphins defense is not good at all. Um, they're last. They're th- they're thirty. I believe they're yeah. They're thirtieth in the league with one hundred and forty one point one rushing yards allowed per game. So run it early. Get Saquon Barkley going early. Um, try to tire this front seven out, and then if you want if you get him going early, it's going to open up the play action, which is where the Giants could really. Sh- mess with this Dolphins secondary, who's also struggling. 
Dolphins defensive backs, 23rd in the league, 256.6 yards allowed per game through the air. Um, so get Saquon Barkley going, open up the play action, and then once you start getting the rhythm through the air, throw, throw it often. I mean, get into a rhythm regardless of what quarterback is playing. Tire the secondary out. Um, you know, this Dolphins defense is going to screw up over time. If you just continue to run the ball, open up play action, uh, mess with the secondary, it's it'll work out for this Giants offense. Um, so, and that's regardless of Manning or Jones playing. That's just what's what's going to happen. That's what they need to do in order to win this game. Uh, as far as what the Giants need to do uh, defensively, uh, I would say this pass rush came to play for the Giants against the Eagles a lot. But they they this pass rush for the Giants played a lot better against Philly than they have in you know the whole season. Uh, they were able to get to Carson Wentz three times and bring him down. You gotta keep you gotta do that against Ryan Fitzpatrick and this Dolphins team. If you pass rush Ryan Fitzpatrick, it'll screw up his timing, it'll screw up his vision, and it'll also help up the, help out this struggling secondary mightily. You don't, you don't want to give a veteran like Fitz time to throw. That you don't want to give him if you give him time to throw, he'll pick you apart. He's gonna pick this struggling secondary apart. You can't give him time to throw. You need to fluster him. You need to make his life hell in that backfield. They don't. If they do that, they should be fine. This defense should be fine because the run. I don't think the run defense should have any issue against Miami. The Giants' run defense has played fairly well. Um, Miami's last in the league with sixty-seven point three rushing yards per game. This front seven for the Giants should be able to step up. I believe that uh, they'll be able to stop. Um, this Dolphins run def- this uh, Dolphins running game. Uh, I mean, I don't think they should have any issues with that. But I said if, but that's if they get it done. That's if they step up. I'm just saying they need to step up. Who knows that they will? Every game you could say they need to step up, but who knows that that will actually happen? It usually doesn't. It rarely doesn't. Why do you think they've lost? What is it now? Eleven times, two and eleven. I mean, they need to step up. Doesn't mean they're going to. And I don't think they will. I think this is... I wouldn't call this like a trap game because like the Giants aren't good enough to have a trap game. But if this... I think... I don't think they win this game. I just don't. I just don't have a good feeling about this team for the rest of the year. I think it's a 2-14 and year. It'll be their second... So 3-13, and two years uh, in 27. They'll be worse than that team. I think this is the worst Giants team out of all three teams in the last three seasons that have been. So the Giants made the playoffs in 2016. They were 3-13 in 2017, 5-11 in 2018. I think this is the worst team out of all three. Definitely worse than last year. Definitely worse. And I think they're worse than they were two years ago. Because they have actual, they have more talent on this roster than they did two years ago. And they're still not getting it done. And just coaching staff is the issue. Is a huge. I mean, there's multiple issues with this team. There's multiple downsides to this organization. I think the coaching staff is really is what is screwing things over. I think Shermer 100% goes at the end of the year. I think Gettleman has a chance to stay, but also a chance to go to be fired. So if they're but if they're gonna do it, if they're gonna fire Shermer, get it done now. Who knows? Maybe maybe he won't survive this after that. Maybe if they, if they lose this game. Maybe he gets fired. You never know. You never know what John Mara is going to do. 
So, but we'll see about that. It's looking like the Giants are getting closer and closer every week to that number two pick, which means most likely Chase Young if the Bengals decide to go. If the, so it'll probably be the Bengals one, Giants two, or vice versa. If it's the Bengals one, number one pick, Giants number two pick, the Bengals, I would believe, may get a quarterback. Um, and then the Giants would thus get Chase Young, without a doubt. The defensive line, the defensive end from Ohio State, hundred percent. So I, that's what I believe is going to happen. So every loss this Giants team has, so basically every game this Giants team has, is just one closer to Chase Young. But all right, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Follow me on Twitter, as I say every week, at Ryan Honey E S N Y. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, Giants once again play at 1 p.m. Eastern time this Sunday afternoon at uh, MetLife Stadium against the Dolphins. Uh, so, again, not endorsing a Giants win. I don't think I'm endorsing a Giants win for the rest of the year. But regardless, thank you so much for listening, and have a good day.